welcome to the Holistic Author Show. I'm your host, Kit Kilstow, the author yogi. Each episode, we'll talk about how to recraft the publishing paradigm to help you take care of what matters, you and your creativity. Discussing topics ranging from the publishing business to physical and mental health, and even mind-body balance as you juggle the many duties of being an author today, the Holistic Author Show will help you make the choices you need to craft the right publishing career for you. And now, this week's show. Welcome to this week's episode of the Holistic Author Show. This week, I want to talk about something that is extremely practical. The last several weeks, we've talked about wellness and the wellness wheel and creativity. And while that is certainly practical and very relevant to authors, it's also a little bit out there. I'm not sure that's the word I want to use, but it's certainly not something that most writers think about on a day-to-day basis. So this week, I want to dive into one of those topics that many of us do think about on a daily basis, and that is how to restart a daily writing habit. Now, all of us have very busy lives. I can't imagine anybody who doesn't have a busy life that I know in the writing sphere. If you don't have a busy life, congratulations. That's great. This show may not apply to you. But for the rest of us, this show is going to be pretty important. And that is, it is important to write regularly, and it's important to write on a steady schedule. One of the tips that people like to give for like self-care is to pencil that self-care in on your calendar. Make an appointment with yourself to do that. And I would say that that also is a very good thing to do for writing. The problem is, is when you're trying to juggle a job, a family, maybe you're also trying to go to school, writing is one of those things that kind of just keeps getting pushed off and off and off, especially if you need a very specific environment in which to write, you know, quiet or certain music or without interruptions. All of these things are very common. And so it's so easy to basically say, I will write tomorrow. Tomorrow comes, oh, I'm not going to get to it. I will write tomorrow. And you can kind of see what happens. Eventually, your daily writing habit basically falls by the wayside. So there's two problems when you're not writing on a daily basis. First, you're not in touch with your story and with your characters And so you're going to have to spend some time probably rereading, if not the entire thing that you've written, at least the last 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 words to kind of get back into the swing of things. The other aspect that happens is your creativity kind of gets rusty. It is going to be harder to access your creativity. You might find the words don't flow as fast until you get back into the groove. Also, there's the practical, the more you do things, the better you get. And so having a daily writing habit, even if it's 100, 500 words, you know, one paragraph, two or three paragraphs, even if it's a little bit like that, that keeps you in touch with your story and it also keeps you moving forward. Now, on the flip side of that, if your daily writing habit is like three to 5,000 words, I this episode may be helpful for you, but... As, as much as I love you, you're not my intended audience here. 
<laughs> if you're writing that many words a day, you've probably got this down pad. And in fact, I would love to hear from you if you do listen to this episode and tell me, you know, do you use these tricks? How do you keep writing every day, especially such large word, word counts? I had an earlier episode talking about the word count fallacy and kind of basically telling authors out there, hey, you don't have to write three to 5,000 words a day in order to be a real author or an or in order to make it. And I would say that this episode is going to kind of piggyback on that and on that philosophy that whatever word count you can get done on a daily basis, even if it's a single sentence, that's a sentence more than you had before. And that keeps you in touch. But for the most part, I'm going to focus on how to keep up a daily writing habit or how to resume a daily writing habit. And confession time, this is something that I've recently had to do between working full-time, going to college full-time, the discovery that I am autistic, which explains a whole lot of things, as well as just dealing with life and stress and burnout, I quit writing for basically about a year and a half. I, I lost a year. I, I mean, sure, I went to work every day. I paid my bills. I bought my groceries. But when I think back on like when I was working on projects, when I was actively writing and promoting, there was very much a, a sense of, oh my God, that was two years ago. What the hell happened? So I'm coming out of that a little bit myself. And so that's kind of why I wanted to do this show is to share, first of all, that you're not alone if you're trying to get back in a daily writing habit after life hits you hard, but also what I've done and how to keep writing. So I think the first step is to have that realization and that reckoning with yourself of what just happened. You know, like I said, for myself, I kind of was able to go back by looking actually at the dates on my files and going, you know, oh my God, I haven't touched this since June of 2021 and realizing that a whole bunch of time has passed. Once you realize that you have been away from the keyboard for a while then the next thing to do is to, you know, maybe not spend a lot of time digging deep. Sometimes you don't want to dive into what may have happened, especially if you were dealing with a death in the family, a severe illness, you know, something like that where you really don't want to dig in deep and pull up those memories. But it would be good to acknowledge what happened and what caused you to step away from the keyboard. So in the case of just life happening in general, you know, like work and school, then even just saying, okay, I guess I got overwhelmed with school and with work and I just stopped making time for writing. Once you have that realization, then that kind of leads you down the path. So in my case, I stopped making time for writing. What do I need to do? I need to make time to write. Well, how do I focus my attention? Because I am juggling work and school and Epona Author Solutions and everything. Well, I live and die by my to-do list. I use an app called Todoist. I will remember to link to it in the show notes or try to remember to link to it in the show notes. If I don't, hit me up with an email. I'll get you a link. Or you can just Google Todoist, T-O-D-O-I-S-T. That's the one I happen to use. There is built into Windows 10 and probably Windows 11, the Microsoft To-Do app that I used for a while. 
Um, I've also used just good old, you know, pen and paper planners. Um, I use the tasks in Google. I've played with a lot of different to-do apps because I need to-do apps. I need something where I can keep track of what I'm doing and more importantly, have recurring activities on them so I don't have to remember to write them down every day. So that was the realization, hey, I need to make time to write. Well, my previous goal was a thousand words a day on two different projects. And that felt, it was doable, but by the time I added school in there, oh boy, you know, that was, that was pushing it. And so I'm like, okay, well, what seems reasonable to me? And I came up with 500 words. You may need to experiment 500 words, maybe too much for you. I type very fast. I type over 100 words a minute. In fact, I type faster than I talk, which is kind of scary. But, I, you know, for me, 500 words, that's like 20, 30 minutes um, tops. I mean, when I get to going, I can crank out 1,500, 2,000 words an hour. So the fact is 500 words seemed like a very doable goal. It was large enough where I felt like I was making progress but small enough where I also felt like I could do it amidst my schedule. I went a step further because I have a whole bunch of different projects, some of which I want to finish up, some of which are new ideas. I'm sure you feel my pain where you just got more story ideas and you have time to write, but also to work with my neurodivergent brain. Um, then I have different projects set up for different days because I'm writing multiple things at once. And so my, mine is probably a little more complicated than yours needs to be, but it's like, okay, 500 words on project day. If I'm really doing good or like it's going to be spring break in, um, in a couple of weeks, then I can do 500 words on the second project as well. And so I put that on my to-do app. Right now I'm doing 500 words pretty much um, all this week, I finally got into that groove and did 500 words all this week and every day. And I'm starting to get those muscles back and I feel good about what I'm doing. So to me, that tells me that my goal is working for me. I'm not getting into my second projects, but some of those second projects are also things that are in the idea stage and I haven't started them yet. And I'm like, you know what? Let me focus on what I got going on here first. I, I got some research I want to do for those secondary projects. You know, let's let's make it easy on yourself. So that would be my advice. Whatever your goal is, if you are a write one project straight through, edit it, polish it, publish it, and then go on to the next project, that's awesome. Um, and so you can write, you know, however many words a day feels good to you for that. Once you figure out that number, and I guess I want to add at this point, and if you've listened to me for any length of time, this is also something that I really preach, and that is be gentle with yourself. Give yourself the same grace and love and support that you would give any member of the writing community that's your really good friend. It, whatever you need to write, whatever you need to do and adjust that number, it's not set in stone. You're not going to get smited, um, smoted if um, you don't make that goal. You know, the, the, the writing gods are not going to strike you down with lightning. 
And so, you know, be fluid with it. If 500 words seems like too much, drop it down. If you're regularly hitting a thousand words a day, if you're, you know, if you're getting in the groove again, up your goal, whatever feels good for you. The holistic author way is creating a writing process that works for you and works with all aspects of the wellness wheel. We don't want to stress out your mental health. We don't want to stress out your physical health. We don't want to stress out, you know, any aspect of that wellness wheel. And so by getting a daily writing goal and making that writing goal fluid enough that it works for you, that is step one. Step two is actually doing it. And so I would recommend if you use a to-do app or you can set up block out time on your calendar, please do that. You might need to experiment with what time you can do. You might need to experiment with, you know, maybe one writing session, two writing sessions. I, I think a good theme here is to experiment. But put that on your calendar and do it for a few days. How does that feel? Keep, you know, if you find things that come up, see if there's things, again, moving times, moving word counts, moving locations that can help you with that. I think this would be a good thing to also learn to be flexible with your writing. Now, I am very fortunate. I have my office cabin. Um, my spouse and I are very good at, we'll be in our respective areas, you know, in our little office cabins doing our work, or I'll be in the house, he'll be in his office, he'll be in the house, I'll be in my office, or we'll both be working together. Um, but but usually um, we, we like our time alone and that's how both of us best think. And so I'm very fortunate that I don't need to deal with human children my, you know, feline and equine and chicken children can pretty much usually hold their own unless I hear like a really loud ruckus, then I'll get up and see what's going on. But I don't have a lot of the distractions and a lot of the life situations that you guys out there do. And I'm aware of that. And so, you know, you may need to involve other members of your family to discuss with them how important your writing is. And if they don't understand writing, especially if they look at it solely based on dollars, maybe tell them, you know, hey, this is my self-care. This is how I take care of my mental health. Um, and they should respect that. And if they don't, I think that's a different conversation. But work on that. Do that every day and see how that's going for you. And, you know, there's a lot of different theories about writing. I don't want to make it sound, you know, almost fairy tale esque where if you put it on your calendar and sit down at your computer, the words will come. Because as, you know, previous episodes of this podcast has talked about, creativity is its own unique thing and happens in different ways. So... What that means is that there is a principle, and if you haven't heard me talk about it, here's your chance. There is a theory that I once had presented to me by a big name romance author at, at some convention, and it's called B-Chalk, B-I-C-H-O-K, B-Chalk. B-Chalk is an acronym. It stands for button chair, hands on keyboard, and Again, sitting down at the keyboard oftentimes does not magically make the words happen, especially 
um, if you're dealing with neurodivergence, a chronic illness, mental health issues, or even just you know juggling 90 million aspects of, of your life. But being in the chair, having your hands in front of the keyboard, and importantly, your writing document open, and hopefully your social media browsers minimized if not closed, um, but having that story open will help make the environment more conducive to getting words out. And so a daily writing habit may involve using timers, the Pomodoro system, where you set a timer for 20 minutes, you do one thing for 20 minutes, you take a five minute break, you can come back and do another 20 minute sprint. If you want writing sprints with people, scheduled writing time with people, if you want to use an app, I believe it's called Write or Die, where it like completely locks you out of your internet and the only browser, you know, all you have open is this window that you write in. And I think there's different aspects of it too with word count goals and that. That may be a little too intense for some of the writers out there, and I don't blame you. Um, I use Scrivener, I do use the project goals function on Scrivener, and that seems to help me basically keep on track. I know where I'm at with my word count. Word has word count tools built in. Um, there's a Google, she um, Google Sheets, not Google Sheets, sorry, Google Docs add-on that will show you your word count as you're typing. Um, I had found it at one point. I think if you do a search on it, um, you should be able to add it to your Google Docs. But there's different ways of helping to enforce B-Chalk. There's different ways, whether it's just simply closing your social media windows, closing those tabs, whether it is training your mind with music. There's a lot of different ways of ensuring that when you sit down at the keyboard with your project open, that you at least start to write. And sometimes just simply rereading the last couple paragraphs that you wrote will get you back in the mood and you'll be like, okay, yeah, this is how it goes. Or some authors, and I've done it myself at times, if you get to a stopping point, and you really have to stop, but you've got some good ideas, leave yourself some notes for the next ses session. Um, some people end on a cliffhanger, so there's always something exciting to come back to. You will find the, the little tips and tricks that help you there. Basically, the goal is to start creating a daily writing habit or a writing habit that works for you. If Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays are when you can write, it doesn't have to be a daily writing habit, but a regular writing habit. Ideally, it would be daily. Ideally, you would always be making progress with whatever you're working on. But again, experiment, give yourself some grace and find some time that goes for that. And again, the, the reason why I really want to stress this daily writing or regular writing habit is because that helps build your confidence. If you sit down and write a little bit each and every day, you're going to start to feel like, hey, I can do this, especially if you've taken a long break. Additionally, hopefully you're going to start to get involved in the story. You're going to read it and think, oh my gosh, I wrote this. This is wonderful. Or you're going to read this and maybe make some notes about revisions, but you're going to start to be invested in the story and in the characters. And to me, when you're invested in the story, invested in the characters, that is really going to help 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 you apply B-Chalk. 
The final thing I want to talk about is using different types of writing and publishing to, to get you that daily writing habit. You can start making a habit of posting snippets on your blog or on your social media, keeping in mind, of course, that if you are aiming at a actual publisher, getting an agent, um, anything other than a self-publishing route, if you do publish a lot on your blog or on social media, that does use up your first publishing rights. And so if you're looking at getting published through an agent, through a publisher, that may not be an option for you. But if you're self-publishing, you've got a rapport with your readers, why the heck not? Um, one of the things that I used a lot um, before my break was writing a free story for my newsletter readers and knowing that I wanted to provide them with a chapter a month. And so even though it wasn't a daily writing thing, that was one of my projects I filtered into my routine and I was able to move forward with that and to share it with my newsletter readers kind of as a, hey, you know, here's a chance to read something as it's being written. And of course, that really only works if you write cleanly. And then I can publish it as a self-published book after that and still find that quite a few people actually bought it in, because they weren't on my newsletter. And that works great, too, if you do a series. Maybe you write, you know, uh, the books for your newsletter, but for people who don't aren't on your newsletter the entire time, they have to go back and buy the earlier books. You could also use tools like Vela, Kindle Vela, to write serial, and I'm hoping to bring some authors in to talk about Kindle Vela. And also, you could use situations. Um, there's, oh, I can't think of the name. I want to say Royal Road. There's a fantasy website out there that does serialized fiction. You could look at some of the apps that are out there, but please network with other authors because some apps aren't as good as others as far as terms and payment. But basically... You can sit down, write a book, and release it and not have anybody but your critique partners and your editor look at it until it's released. That is a very valid decision to make and one that I make quite often. But also, I want you to think about other ways that would encourage you with that regular writing habit because you're putting the book out there. So I hope this has been a helpful episode for you. This is a conversation I expect to continue. So if you have questions about a regular writing habit, if there's something that you want to talk about, ask about, if you have a regular writing habit and something I said really resonated with you, or you have something that you do that I haven't mentioned, let me know. Um, we'll be continuing that conversation in the Epona author community or on Mastodon, or on any of the Epona author social medias that you can link to from this website. Thank you so much for listening. As always, don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. The Holistic Author Show is here for you, and I love to hear from readers. And if there's something you'd like me to talk about, feel free to drop me a line. Who knows? I might even read your letter on air. So thank you so much again. Keep writing and have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Holistic Author Show, presented by Epona Author Solutions and distributed on the Epona Author Radio Network. I've been your host, Kit Kalestow, the author yogi. If you'd like to learn more about our show, check out our sponsors, or find out how to be a guest, visit podcast.eponaauthorsolutions.com. 
title music is Dream House by Purple Planet Music. You can find out more about them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, be well.